Hello and welcome to People Who Like Each Other. I'm your host, Madeline, and I'll be talking to a wide variety of couples in hopes of unpacking the intimate details of these relationships and maybe what works and maybe what doesn't work. Okay, so before we get started, uh, I asked my friend Grace to share this story that she told me a while back because ever since she told me, it's haunted me like it's been in my nightmares. So I need you all to hear it as well. Um, So here's that story. About four-ish years ago, I had just moved to LA and me and my friend would go out to this bar in Venice and it was a late night spot. We would stay till it closed at two. And one night when we were out there, I met this guy and he was a little weird, but he was nice and he was cute. And so after we met, we went to his apartment, which was nearby and we just had a drink and we were smoking cigarettes on his roof and it was fun. I I didn't know many people in the area, so I was open-minded. Um, after we met, we texted. He texted me a lot. It was it should have been a red flag back then. So one night, he came over to my apartment kind of late at night. He had been at a party or something, and I had been out to dinner, and then he came over. And we were just hanging out. I think we might have been drinking. I'm not really sure. He slept over. We just made out and stuff. I woke up the next morning and he had shit in my bed while he was sleeping and he was so embarrassed. I was in a state of shock. I couldn't believe it. I had all white bedding and I think he was just extremely drunk. I, I don't know. I guess this is a thing that happens. So I went and brought him home. He, we stopped at an ATM on the way to his house so he could get me money to give me for a new comforter. So at least there was that. So I remember going home and putting on gloves and bunching up all of my bedding and bringing it to the dumpster, my apartment dumpster, and I was on the phone with my friend and we were just dying laughing, but also I was just so horrified. It is what it is. I'm Spencer and that's it. That's all you need. (laughs) I called my friends Spencer and Lexi who are based in Atlanta and have been together since the beginning of 2020 pre-COVID. We met um, in August of 2019. I have a friend that bought a house from uh, our mutual friend Kyle. Yeah, I was actually with Kyle at the time. And then I met Spencer at that party. Just as like, you know, you know, meeting I'm with my friends and meeting Kyle's you know date to this party you were like seeing Kyle at the time yes so I reached out to Kyle hello 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 Hello. 
but he politely declined to chat about it. Totally fine. We ran into each other a couple times after that. I think that that night we were both at a show at the bakery and I said hello to you. I think you were with Whitney or something. Come to find out you were with Whitney. And Whitney actually said, that guy's really cute. Who is he? I was like, that's Spencer. I was like, I don't really know him. I just met him. I was like, but I was like, I bet you Kyle has his number. (laughs) Which is so funny. So I called up Whitney to get her thoughts. No, I don't think I ever like met or saw Spencer until like after they started dating. Really? Because Lexi said that you saw him and you thought he was cute. And Whitney actually said, that guy's really cute. Who is he? When? (laughs) (laughs) I swear to God, I do not remember this. But I don't, I don't think that that's not true. That probably definitely did happen. You know, I I was almost a year out of a, a long-term relationship and um was just you know having fun chatting with lexi on in her dms so i was curious when did they decide to be together together is that something people discuss it doesn't happen naturally i need to know yeah <laughs> and so this is funny because like it's it's up for debate when exactly this happened we don't we can't pinpoint the night we had the conversation, but it kind of happened like manner of speech referred to her as dude. No, you just called me. Oh, no, I remember you called me your friend. <gasps> no, we were going to uh, a party. We we're supposed to go, and you're like, oh, oh. I'm, I told them I'm going to bring my friend Lexi. And I was like, friend? I referred to her as my friend in like a hypothetical. And she said, friend. And I remember I, she, she was laying on my bed and I was like by the door, by the door of my room. And I like, uh, I think I ran over and just like jumped on top of you. Uh, and was like, will you be my girlfriend? And she said, yeah. She hadn't like really seriously dated anyone in a long time. This is Whitney again. Her breakup right before that was like really rough and she was like living with the guy that she had broken up with. And it was like, I don't think that she was looking for anything at all. But I do remember in the beginning of her being like, I kind of started talking to this guy and he's like really, really nice, but I almost feel like he's too nice. Uh-oh, the too nice curse. Sometimes I hear this from my friends. They're seeing someone that checks all of their boxes, and yet they're hesitant. Why? Because this person is too nice. Maybe sometimes it's someone coming on too strong. Maybe it's gestures that you're not used to. Maybe you want the chaos, and you don't even know it. Needless to say, Lexi and Spencer worked it out. I think that has been the more challenging part of our relationship. I think our love languages are different. I think that Spencer is definitely more... Uh, physical touch where as I'm more and like kind of words of affirmation to it I'm more of just like quality time by true I do try to be more conscious of just like sitting closer to him when we're watching tv or like Spencer was very um when I just asked for things when I was like hey I need more space or like I you know I need a couple days to like figure some stuff out or like or actually I do need a lot of attention right now he was always so 
he was just there, whether like he, I needed him to be close or not close. So just noticing how much he was trying to like give love in the way that I wanted it, it made me like, you know, be like, I should try too. That seemed like a response, like a, a lot about me and what, how I act. Oh, okay. And so what I boiled down from what you just said was in terms of what you're, what you seek, what you need is being quality time, but there's more to it. I think, I think there's the uh, touch and affection portion that is, is stronger than she thinks you require you need more affection than you put on to believe okay i will accept okay no keep going you know, because, because i'm interested in this and this has been a conversation we've had and i've taken you know i i do require i do that is my main um giving and receiving love language i give love through affection i give love through acts of, of service or gifts as well um so I'm, if I'm analyzing myself about it, yeah. What do you respect about each other? I respect how, uh, I, I don't even have to think about it. You're just so talented, but I don't even in the way of this, like you were just born with it. It's just like when you want to create something, you just do it. And I do feel naturally attracted to people like that, that like just kind of have this idea and they're like, okay, like, yeah, I want to make this song or like, I, I decided I want to write music like this. So I'm going to hang out with these people. You just kind of, you don't let anything kind of stop you from doing that. You're like, I want to do this next, my next project. So this is what I'm doing. But I've always like admired that about you, that you, you can do that. You have set your mind on something like, I'm going to see this through to the end. And I think that's like a really cool quality. I think a lot of people appreciate that of you. I think that's why a lot of people want to create things with you, honestly. That's cool. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I I have uh, I have a lot of respect for how true you are to your to, to your gun, how you stick to your guns about things that you have a very strong. Uh, conviction you have strong convictions and you stand by them and and you, i see you in how you interact with your friends and you are a, a a pillar of a central someone people rely on to be there even if you don't want to be even if it's you know not in the not a convenient time you you're someone that people can anchor to because of your uh your, your solid convictions and your and your um yeah, it's really respectful and and beautiful what do you think you need to work on i get in my head a lot i have a tendency to and this kind of relates back to like the space and independence kind of thing too a bit but like if i if she's needing space or independence i have a tendency to like make it about me and i go on these head trips of like what did i do wrong you know how could i be better do you love me uh this and it extends into it creates anxiety for me uh you know i don't know i, I get in my head a lot and it it's a 
a negative spiral of anxiety about not fulfilling what she needs. Um, I always, my answer is going to be kind of similar, but it's funny because I was going to say like to be more understanding in those times. You don't always have to, my first response to things, and just to go back to when you say like how you were raised, like I was raised in a very, like my mom's first response to things is anger. So like anything I feel like I need to get into defensive, like how dare you make me feel like that? Or like, are you kidding me? Like just get angry. And I think just being more of like, okay, like, more understanding and not try to make everything argument, but just kind of more reassuring. I really liked them. I thought that they like, this is Whitney again, vibed together very well. And I think from the beginning, he's always been a very like calming presence for Lexi to be around, which is like, it's very sweet. What are two things you love about each other? One physical, one non-physical. One physical. That ass. <laughs> uh, non-physical. Vitality. Just so... What's that mean? Like, just like, I don't know, full of life. Oh, thank you. Vitality, full of life. Okay, so what, yeah, keep going. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I can go on. Yeah, keep complimenting me. Um, okay, physical, I would... Oh, it's hard. I love your hair. Spencer has, especially in the summer, his hair will get really curly. And I also love it because it's also one of those things, loving what you don't have. Like, I have very straight hair. I'm just like, oh my god, your hair just curls. Like, I just think it's sweet. And he has bangs that will just, like, curl in the front when it's hot outside. And I think it's, like, really sweet. <laughs> Um, non-physical would be, you're very aware of your surroundings. And I really like that about you is just like, you can be very aware of like what someone needs and what someone doesn't need. Like even without, cause we've talked a lot about how much we communicate, but there's been times you've picked up on things when like, I haven't even had to say it. On a scale of one to 10, how would you rate your relationship? Three, two, one. Seven. seven. What? <laughs> I swear we didn't do any hand signals. No hands. But why did you say seven? Because it's really good, but there's always things that we can work on. I mean, there's like, there's, yeah, at least three levels of improvement that we could make yeah. to become perfect. I agree. And there you have it, folks. A little snippet of a relationship. Hope you enjoyed it and hope you keep listening for more. Yeah, she's told me before, like, I know that Spencer is my soulmate and, like, he's who I'm going to be with forever. Oh my God, stop. So, yeah. Oh, that's really nice. <laughs>